you're here, which means that you've found spirit crumbs, leading you to your inner light worker. I will be sharing how these tiny little hints from the universe have led me to where I am today. I hope that by hearing my story and the stories of others, you'll pick up your own spirit crumbs along the way that will lead you to somewhere magical. Thanks for coming along for the journey. Let's see where it takes us. Welcome to another episode of Spirit Crumbs. I am your host, Andrea McCallum. I am an intuitive oracle card reader and energy healer. We made it to the crown chakra, the seventh chakra. I am so excited that we got through all of these and I am so grateful to everyone who I've done interviews with. Just like the third eye, I won't go into too much detail about the crown chakra because I am talking to Amber in the next episode and I think you will love that conversation. I know I did. I could have talked to her for another hour, but here we go. The crown chakra is located at the top of your head at the crown and it's sometimes said that it's just a little bit above that depending on where you're studying it from. The body parts that are associated with the crown chakra are the central nervous system, also the pineal gland, the spinal cord, the brainstem, and the nerves. It also is our connection to the universe, to source, to the cosmos. This is where I feel channeling comes through first, is where we connect to unity consciousness as well. So this is like the fact that we're all connected to all other beings. And I feel very much like this is what we're working towards in life. And that's why I think it's located in the seventh and top chakra. It's also where we access the Akashic records. And because it's connected to everyone, that's also, I believe, where we get the drive for humanitarianism. That's where I've seen it in a few sources and I do resonate with that. And then the feelings that are associated with it are peace, joy, bliss, liberation, wholeness, and change and transformation. This is where we really start to look at the meaning of life beyond the ego, like beyond, beyond the humanness. We've gotten so far from the root chakra now that we're more into like focusing on our soul's purpose and our higher self perspective. We're not in the lower chakras anymore. We're far enough away that like we still need that energy because it's all one system. Um, we still need to work our way up. We need all of those lower chakras to be somewhat in balance in order to access this. But I think that once we're at the point of working on the, the crown chakra, which is ongoing, the same as I mentioned for the third eye chakra, it's more about awareness. Um, but I think that getting up to the crown chakra, we are more focused on spirit than on our day-to-day -day human ego mind. And the color that is associated with the crown chakra is violet, but it can also be like white or clear. And that's more about like the purity of spirit. I've also seen silver associated with, with it because of the notion that there's like a silver thread that connects us to source. So 
just some alternate colors to think about. The crystals that I have heard the most and that I use, I don't use all of these, but some of them, uh, that are related to the crown chakra are selenite, clear quartz, amethyst, Herkimer diamonds, lapidolite, howlite, moonstone, labradorite, fluorite, and white calcite. I always use selenite because it's also like a cleansing stone. And so I like to use it at the beginning and ending of Reiki sessions. And I feel like it also does cleanse other crystals. And so it's just a good one to have on hand. And it is a very pure energy. So that one is one that I would recommend as well as of course, amethyst as well, which we also mentioned in the third eye. And then for animals, it actually doesn't really have an animal associated because it's definitely connected directly to source. But what I did kind of see when I was like thinking about it and looking it up is that the enlightened human is like the animal that's associated. Also the egg, because there's so many things about like the cosmic egg and that symbolism. So sometimes that can be associated with the crown chakra. I like to sometimes think of the hawk or the eagle in that kind of energy a bit too, because they're said to be messengers from spirit. So I think they can sometimes for me be both like third eye and crown. I use mine kind of like together. (laughs) So a lot of the time I'm kind of using both energies. And so I do feel like the hawk and the eagle that I mentioned in the last um, episode because of their higher perspective could also be considered crown chakra animals. But that is just my opinion. That is not anything that I really read, but putting it out there. And then what's interesting too, is that for foods, they also say like, there's not really foods that are directly attached. It's very much talking about just like purity. And so fasting and water are considered connected to it. But I also have found other sources that said like, just having like some fresh raw foods. um, And then also white foods so like mushrooms onions garlic onion coconut tropical fruit those can also sometimes be considered in some sources and then eating the rainbow i just wanted to mention because i've talked about a different color a different color for each chakra but in general to be healthy eating some of each of the color of the rainbow is just a general thing to ha- to boost your, your health and the nutrients that you're receiving from your food. And so I don't think that there's anything you can do wrong if you're doing that really. And so even though it's not directly associated with the crown chakra, I think if you're thinking of the whole chakra system, um, that is a really good way to think about it because the crown chakra is, like we said, associated with the central nervous system and the spinal cord. And that's like the whole chakra system, right? It's all aligned with the spine. And so I think making sure you're balancing your food helps to balance all your chakras. And so that's my opinion too. I think that that is a good thing to keep in mind. And that can be what your focus is if you're trying to 
kind of find a way to <laughs> manage all of these, just eat the rainbow and it should cover your bases. And in terms of scents, this one's actually like my favorite for this because I use a lot of these or have a lot of these in the some of the blends that I have. So it's lavender, cedar, vetiver, frankincense, rosewood, sandalwood, lotus, vanilla, and neroli. And like I mentioned before, I do have a vanilla rosewood blend that I mentioned in the third eye chakra. And I do love that a lot. And I think that blends are really great. I also have a cedarwood pine one that I currently have in my diffuser that I really, really like too. Because again, nature, I think, can just be associated with all the chakras. <laughs> There's an argument for that, I think. Um, and then for gods and goddesses, Shiva is the Hindu god associated with the crown chakra. Ishtar is a high priestess associated. And then the Egyptian goddess Mat is also um, considered part of the crown chakra goddesses because of the connection to justice. And then, like I said, there's not really, by the time you get up here, there's not a lot that you really need to be worried about in terms of like being unbalanced because once you have an awareness, it tends to be just more working on it, but it can get to the point where maybe you're focusing too much on the spiritual and ignoring your body and earthly needs. You could be lacking faith or experiencing hopelessness. Insomnia and anxiety can also come from uh, issues around the crown chakra. Forgetfulness and maybe going to the far extreme the other way and being very materialistic could show up. But in general, when you're working on your crown chakra and feeling more balanced, you have a direct connection to the divine, you have trust and faith in the universe and source, you can experience unconditional love, and that connects to that unity and sense of wholeness that we get with the crown chakra. And then we're able to focus our attention on our devotion and on our purpose because we have clarity. And that clarity extends from the third eye up to the crown chakra. So I feel like that, again, is like a way that they work together. You can also be more open-minded and respond well to change because you're less attached to the human parts of life, which is usually where those fears around change come up. And so that's why in the opening, I was talking about change and transformation being connected with the crown chakra, because at this point, you're kind of more in a surrender mode where you're not really afraid of what might happen if you follow that intuition. And that can be something that makes you more open to change. And then in order to work on healing or balancing this, meditation is, of course, the thing that we would go to first because that's connecting to source. You can also declutter to have less distractions around you and less excess energy. Silence and fasting are also the, like some more extreme uh, ways of like cleansing in terms of like the crown chakra. 
Aromatherapy, like I said, I like personally because I feel like it keeps me focused on something without focusing in my mind. It keeps me out of my regular thought patterns. And then you can do things like being in the fresh air, any kind of physical activity where you're releasing excess energy. Volunteering can be great because it connects to that humanitarianism and it can help you to see the good in others and see the connection that we all have. And then for the Bija mantra, silence is actually um, considered connected to the crown chakra and Om again as well. It's that pure sound. So either of those are really great. I sometimes do just sit in silence doing nothing for a long time. And that doesn't happen often, but when it does, it is a very like profound feeling that I get when I'm able to do that, just sit with like nothing happening for a long time. And then of course I have affirmations for this chakra, which are, I am fully human and fully divine. I am open-minded. I am divinely connected to source. I am letting go of attachments. I am present. I am. So that is it for our chakra episodes. I know you're going to be so inspired and want to go research a million things after my chat with Amber in the next episode. I know I want to have her back again. I loved our conversation. We both get along really well. We're both Capricorns, which we talk about, (laughs) and our energies just mesh really well. So thank you for following along until the crown chakra. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Spirit Crumbs. You can find me on Instagram for this podcast at Spirit Crumbs, or you can also find me at Concrete and Crystals for my own spiritual offerings and more tidbits about my own journey. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.